Welcome to this podcast. Oh, good afternoon, good day. Konnichiwa, Bob Kubota. Along with my uh, the people here, it's Tony. Tony and Mikey and, and Rob and Shirley. Say hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hel- hello, everybody. Hello. I, 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 I said it. <laughs> they tricked me with that awkward start. Anyways, we're here to jump down rabbit holes and blah, blah, blah. I don't know what I normally say, and I can't read it right now because I can't see too good. But that's okay. How is everybody? Did everybody have a good week? Yes. Rob, did you have a good week? Yeah, I know, man. I was talking before. You're like, Rob, you're from Vermont. Is that right? You lived in Vermont. Yeah, that's awesome because I lived in uh, New Hampshire right next door, yeah. and I thought that was pretty cool and because not too many people come from the East Coast and then live out here in Arizona. It's pretty it's pretty interesting. But um, did you um, – that's Bernie Sandersville yeah, it is. is Vermont. Yeah, I know. I, I, what kind of state was Vermont growing up? I'm kind of curious. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know what it was like because I was next door and went there a few times, but I don't want to hear you describe it. Uh, I think it's uh, the most ideal place to grow up from ages like – five to 18 mm-hmm. and then after that you gotta go <laughs> you gotta go exactly because what are you gonna do ski yeah, you're gonna there, ski there are a lot of people go up to j peak or something or uh or what was the, what's one of the is that the, what's up the top of vermont uh uh, uh stow at uh sugar bush yeah right 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 i'm mixing them all up those, all those ski runs. did uh, you ski they're, they're all uh, were you I, scared i did but not a lot not a lot I, I was uh, born here uh-huh which is really odd yeah and then I moved to Vermont where all of my mom's sisters live in, like, the same town. I see. So I had cousins and aunts and uncles everywhere. Was that culture shocky? Uh, no. It was I just it. cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a lot of, lot of like room to roam. And built-in friends. Yeah, that's really nice. That's really nice. My sister-in-law was born in Arizona here and then uh, lives in Connecticut, Stanford, Connecticut now same type of thing you go oh I, i'm familiar with that area but i go i just don't see i i, I can see going from there to f- to here but people who go from here to there is yeah. is indeed pretty rare but that's cool because i lived in new hampshire next door the live free or die state you know and uh now i live in new uh here in arizona and uh that's what i like did you ever visit new hampshire yeah 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 it's like like to say this new hampshire is a state that's uh 85 percent trees and 15% women that look like trees. <laughs> I dated a stump for a couple of weeks. I think she was attractive. She had resting birch face. <laughs> How about that, huh, Tony? Bada bing. Come on now. Bada yeah, but who else would do that? Who else would do that twist and right there? That's, see? See what I mean? That's but the, anyway. That's the brilliance of you, Bob. No, no, it's, no it's called killing time. Bob, can I can I get your pop filter in front of you here? Sure. Can one of you guys arrange it so oh. it's in front of him in there? Cause sure, because I'm we're getting, we're getting Yeah, we're getting a lot of... We're getting a lot of I'm popping like Orville Redenbacher. You, you you got a hotter mi- you got a hotter mic than Donald Trump on a bus with Billy Bush right now. Mikey, what I like to say is, um, <laughs> you have to hold this pop filter now. No, yeah, okay, no, it's it's set now. It's set now. We're fine. That's what okay. happens when you use Tony's equipment. Anyway, that's what happened. Well, oh yeah, yeah. What did what did he do? Yeah, yeah. He's twisting things around. Well, uh, uh, that's uh, so uh, interestingly. Uh, I don't know what I was leading into there, but. Um, what were you leading into? I was Bob? leading into the idea that uh, we all have uh, remarkably. I just asked you about your personal experience. In fact, you talked about how you grew up and how some of your experiences, and that's helped form your opinion today, socially, politically, whatever. And that makes you who you are because you grew up Correct. in a time where, you, you, like you said, you had lights that didn't turn on, or you might go for a day or two without power or something. Or heat. Or, or heat. In that the kind winter, of thing. yeah. In the winter, and you're from the Midwest. Correct. Where it's very cold. 
Heat's a big factor mm-hmm. in the in the winter time right, in the Midwest. Right, but that informs you who you are today. Sure. Right. Exactly. So a lot of people. Uh, and that's good because I believe that's how you should form your opinion is through personal uh, experience, you know. And, empirical and, and, experience. Empirical, empirical experience. That's, that's how I do mine, you know. That's why I, I feel like I do yeah. mine. But I notice that a lot of people don't do that. They sort of inform themselves through just sort of what they hear, uh, you know, on the TV and blah, 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 and what they hear on the radio and that kind of stuff. And even silly podcasts and things like that and listen to bloviators such as myself, you know. But – Here's something like I, I, I stumbled on uh, yesterday or the day before. Uh, this is something that um, I knew about, but then I forgot about. It's called the uh, National Defense Authorization Act, 2013. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? Uh, I'm somewhat familiar with it. Uh huh. What do you think it re- What do you think it involves? The National Defense Reauth- Reauthorization Act. Uh huh. Well, there's probably many things in it. That, mm-hmm. uh, pe- uh, there are many things in it that people would find controversial. You catch me a little flat-footed. Well, no, I'm aware just, of just, it. But I, yeah, I'm not doing the old. Okay, what does it mean? And all what's all this? Who no. wrote it? I'm, people who do that to me, I just no. What's the general idea? I'm you know people get the in specifics. I'm not talking about. I don't. Well, I don't do that to people. Some, some would say in an overall that it's it's uh, uh, acts like this in the Patriot Act. Patriot Act that are doing more to change. What uh, society, what what being an American is than anything else, mm-hmm. because it gives the uh, it gives the government uh, much broader leeway in civil liberty areas and privacy areas than anybody could possibly imagine mm-hmm. under the guise of national defense. Mm-hmm. Well, that's close, and I'm sure they have a provision for that exact thing. Yeah. But this specific one is about legalizing the use of propaganda on the United States public, which means they can. They can invade any newscast or any movie or any radio show and put in the information. They're allowed to alter information according to their jurisdiction and judgment and as to what, what delivers to us, which means they can alter any – they can change the whole journalistic ethic of things. Well, I, and, I, I don't think it exactly means that, but go ahead. Well, I mean, there's an article right here that breaks it down. And I've, you know, what you're saying like, is that – that's what they if, have if in I, the books. If I was a writer for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch right. and I was writing an article on – on uh, uh, civil liberties, right. but then I could get a call from from my uncle Sam going, "You're going to put these three or paragraphs." Or your, your in editor, your, or yeah. somebody like you know, yeah. somebody above you would tell you how to write it and which way to write it and which. Information I don't think that's what write. it actually means. What it means is that they they can set up well. ways to disseminate their own information mm-hmm. to guide things in a certain way, which they sure. always have. Sure, absolutely. This started about 1945. The whole idea of propagandizing the public through news. That started much earlier than that. But well, I mean, that's what they have on the books. I mean, you know, we if can, you, if you, again, if we you can follow, debate on the year. But if you follow the history, at this of, point, I don't think it matters. <laughs> if you follow the history of journalism in America, mm-hmm. that at one time there was what was called yellow journalism. That most mm-hmm. newspapers, that's right. were owned by either right. one or another or several right. uh, mm-hmm. political parties. Right. Okay. The Los Angeles Times for many years that people made mm-hmm. fun of it because all it really was was a big uh, real estate sales thing mm-hmm. that the people who owned the Los Angeles Times also owned along with some others vast swaths of land in the uh, LA basin and uh, you know uh, McCormick with the Chicago uh, the Chicago Sun Tribune I believe or Chicago Sun where he started the city of big sh- uh, shoulders there was propagandization going on but somewhere in the mid 20th century journalism moved more towards what was supposed to be a neutral journalism okay and now just recently yeah. we've gone back to uh, uh, advocacy journalism but there's a story of Henry Luce, who owned Time Magazine when it was a right-wing periodical, uh-huh. having a meeting with uh, uh, this young fellow who was going to want to run for president, 
but it was his dad who was a real power broker. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about old Joe Kennedy and Henry Luce, who was a powerful man in American politics, and Joe Kennedy, who was a powerful had dinner, and Henry Luce said, he said, I think your boy is too young to be president, but I'll back him unless... He backs away unless he unless he turns out to be soft on communism, then I'll destroy him. Mm-hmm. So this sort of thing's going on for a long time. Sure, and so that just also uh, shows you why the uh, public has been more or less divided into groups for a long time. Um, it's because uh, we're all uh, looking. At, we all go to our sources and we're looking at different things and we're being informed differently on the things that we're reading on about the same topics, but we're being informed differently. And I think that's what's driving us into these boxes, into these crazy. Because everybody, well, everybody thinks they know what the other person is thinking, but they really truly don't. And that's what uh, that's where we've become to this uh, this loggerheads, as it were, because right. people are locked into their boxes based on their information sources. Are you one of those people who goes to multiple sources of information Absolutely. and then and then forms your opinion? As, Absolutely. As do I. Absolutely. Okay. Now, do I have a? Do I believe that freedom of speech is better than no freedom of speech? You know, uh, yes. Do I believe in? Sure. Do I believe that I should be able to? But those are very generalistic. But those. But at one time they weren't. No, I know. Okay? I know. But we would all say we agree on that. We would. Everybody would say they would agree. On no, whatever, not everybody would. Well, for the most part, they would say that, and they they might throw in something at the end as a as a you know a catch or a caveat. But they'll all every oh yeah, of course I'm for free speech, but you know that, that kind of thing. But the everybody people, claims the people to be put for Lenny saying, Bruce in jail you know? for saying fuck did not believe in freedom of speech. No, 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 no. no but they would not tell you they were against. They would not come out and say I'm against free speech. Is what I'm saying. They're going to go impose what they can impose, but no one's ever going to claim they're f- against it. You know, this what I mean? is a country right now that strongly believes in civilian control uh, of the military. That's not true in many nations throughout the world. That's mm-hmm. what people believe. Right. So that's a matter of thinking. You come to your conclusions based on multiple streams of information and then how you how you let that coalesce in your mind and then you come to an opinion. Mm-hmm. Some of it formed by, yeah. yes, primal stuff when you were young. Yeah. Shirley and I were talking about last night about we were talking about our grandkids and I go, you know, as adults we create their reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how how they re- yeah how how they how they will respond to the world. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I see my niece is being programmed right now. How so? They're just well. I mean, not I'm not going to I'm not going to say what they're uh, what they're backing is wrong in that sense, but it's becoming a sort of a, a knee jerk ban. I mean, they're young. I mean, I don't, almost don't think they should be make taking sides at this age. You know what I mean? How old are they? Uh, uh, 16, 14, yeah, 15, totally somewhere in there. And they're starting to get into the rah-rahness of certain aspects of this, say, political season or whatever. And that's fine if it's based on, like you said, if you've learned to research and, and read and cover all the And they're young. I mean, not that they're dumb. They're very bright. But at the same time, there's that that, that fine line where people are starting to get on bandwagons. They're, short, they're short-circuiting the find-out-for-yourself aspect. They're starting to take people's words for it. And that's the part that to me, seems could lead to uh, that what I'm talking about, whereas it's not what we do or we think we do. It's sort of uh, just listen to a source that you're comfortable with and then just go with that, you know what I mean? And uh, I, I think that's part of what keeps us, you know, doing so that. Because people stop doing it themselves and let other people do it for them, and yeah. so we get this sort of what? vague... Um, I think what you're fight, saying with this, not with sure this what they're fighting about. National Defense Reauthorization Act is what it does is legalize 
misinformation right. for a greater good. Absolutely. That, 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 that now the government I don't go, know how misinformation can be used for the greater good, but um, that's, well, that's, that, that's, what, that's, that's another question. That's what someone who disseminates misinformation believes. Well, this is what's best. Yeah. Look, whenever you have an argument, you have an argument because both sides think they're right. Right. Even if even if they're uh, so yeah. so someone who goes if we disseminate this mis- misinformation we believe that it'll be for the greater good because mm-hmm. the greater good is order the mm-hmm. greater good is that everybody uh, believes in yeah. free trade or no sure. trade sure I almost started a fight a while ago a Facebook fight when I uh, no this is all, I mean not intentionally I just posted what I thought was interesting I do them intentionally but go ahead I know you that's, I'm not in, I'm not I'm just yeah. out to share that's yeah. all I'm out to do but the the famous CIA William Casey quote yeah. I, I put that out a, a few years ago. His quote was, we'll, we'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. So I saw that. I put it out there. Hey, you know, share. What do you, what do you think kind of people? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, right, CIA, blah, blah, blah. And then other people are coming in there and just claim, but that's just a lie. That's never happened. That's just that's just BS. That was made up. Well, why would you believe that? Did you get off the Internet? Blah, 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 blah. Of course, I go, well, you, there's no way you could know either. So I'm just, I left it where it was. And then, of course, now this Quora thing is, is out, which is great, this or a sort of uh, information, yeah, yeah, or it pops I, right. I, I look at that, yeah, yeah, it pops right in and goes, no, that indeed was said by William Casey. I, this woman was at the meeting; she wrote it down. She, this whole thing, Barbara Honegger, and she just obviously right there writes a whole paragraph and confirming you, that it was indeed a legitimate quote made by this guy at this. But I'm just saying is. Unresearched, you can get. It happened. No, it didn't happen. That's BS. You made that up. And I'm, I'm you know, a friend of mine's accusing another friend of doing that. And I'm like. Well, let's go check this out, and it shows that, no, that was not made up. And so that's a whole wall of belief out there that this kind of stuff doesn't exist. You know what I mean? And that's where we have a cognitive disconnect in terms of— Dissonance, absolutely. Well, I mean, look— it's, Well, we can all come together and agree on this. Here's a question, We can though. all agree on this, but an, we don't do that. I have an important question for you because uh, um, uh, I'm a history buff, as you're a history buff, and—, and mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, uh, when I tell people, I hated when history. I, Did you hate history? I loved history. You loved history. Okay. When I tell people that the uh, the only uh, individuals that were ever bombed from the sky uh, in the United States in the 20th century were black people in Tulsa, Oklahoma, they look at me like I'm insane. But there was a riot. They, they were called race riots, but it actually was a white people riot where there was a very um, uh, wealthy, well-to-do, uh, totally uh, self-sufficient area that they called Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma City. Supposedly, some black kid was getting off an elevator, and a white woman who was the elevator operator screamed. Everybody said he tried to rape her, and they burnt it to the ground, the entire black neighborhood. Some say hundreds, some say thousands were killed. Okay, Now, that's been whitewashed out of the American history books. It's been whitewashed out of the American right. history books. That's right. And, uh, uh, and to know that might be a painful thing about your country. So the question always is, like, I, uh, when I took, to this day, I take my daughter to ball games, and I go, we stand up during the national anthem. I think it's important for her to stand up during the national anthem. Mm-hmm. In school, during the Vietnam era, I refused to stand up for the pledge. See, there were some real-world consequences at the time to politics in the late 60s, early 70s. Sure. You could, you, your sure. Number, if your number was 14, mm-hmm. within a few months you could be in a jungle being shot. That's right. Okay, and we haven't had that. No, I know a different time, but that, yeah. but that that's how the mentality. Can so be here's so, the question: so far different. How much do I, I have? To, how much do I have to tell uh, my children that America is a great country? Do I start them out at six, going, you know, we used to bomb black people and hang them, 
You know, right. what well, does that inform them about the country? Well, it depends on how good of a writer you are. What if I <laughs> what, what if I tell them America's a terrible place while I get them at the mall buying them ice cream? All right. That's got to be a confusing thing. Sure. I'm going, sure. hey, but I'm eating ice cream in a mall. Well, it's like Bill Hicks' thing. is like, yeah, death, destruction, war, blah. I look out the window, tweet, tweet, tweet. What's, where, where the fuck's that? You know, ice. and it's like... You know, I it's the same thing. I, I mean, say that but it's still there. It's still that, there. Say that to so many of my fine conservative friends right now going, these have been the last eight years, and I'll look at their Facebook post, and I go, doesn't look like you missed any meals. Yeah, well, that's true. Aren't, that's true. Aren't you posting for yeah. Bermuda yes. right now? But take a peek over in Venezuela right now. They're eating zoo animals. Their, their economy's completely gone. I mean, I'm just saying, There's always that's always a sign. that You just look at that to see the sign that what could be coming, and that's all people are looking at. They're looking around and going, well, that could be coming. That could be coming. So I'm just saying, it's a bigger picture that we got to look at in different Different focuses, and that's all. That's all that some people mean when they say that. You know, that means I don't think that's all that they mean. It could always some people. A comic can hit some people. Yeah. Okay. Right. The worst period in this in this nation economically Mm -hmm. was the Great Depression. Sure. What we went through in 2000. Right, and we're set up for a 10 times greater depression than that depression. Apparently, according to the economists. Don't ask me. I'm not. By the way, but the real economists say so. Anyway. By the way, during the 1930s, the real unemployment number, real unemployment was 25%. Right. That meant people that had to work sure. couldn't find sure. work. Seven million people died during the first depression, too. And uh, imagine how many people would go in this one because uh, that were so many more people. But yet, during that time, Hollywood thrived. Mm-hmm. There were films being made. Right, right, right. That Pe- was the time to be in entertainment, Pe- man. People were starving. That was the time to build a funny bone. Yeah, yeah. That was the time to build well, an improv. Did. Well, was, the movie palaces that pretty much was Who killing. was the first prop act? The first prop to act? To work the funny bone. The it's first? not a joke. I don't know. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> but uh, back in the Depression. Weren't they all? That's why they called it the Depression. <laughs> all they had was a funny bone. That's why it was called the Depression. And all they anyway. had was prop acts. <laughs> and prop which acts. Is sad. <laughs> This this country has has weathered some incredible. Uh, well, no uh, doubt. E- even if you go back, if you go back well, in the history, it's weathered, of the night, it's weathered everything we any, everything you can think of. It's weathered. We're yeah, here. Yeah, and we're here. So when I hear these <laughs> these doom and gloomers, when I hear Donald Trump say this election, if you're elected, America is over. I go. You know, America's not over if Donald Trump gets elected. Well, I mean, if we if no people are here, America's still here. Yeah. If we all die, America's still here. So I know a few people might like it if we all so, left. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I'm yeah. sure the dogs and the cats wouldn't, or the you know the wild animals wouldn't mind. There's some people as we would, as we f with their habitat. Habitat. There are some people to as go as we frack into their grounds, and right. you know, we're still. There's some people are going. One of these days, the buffalo will roam. Where your where your yeah, stands right. right now? That's right, and they're just waiting it they're out. Just waiting it out, man. Yeah, buffalo are smart, man. Yeah. I, I like buffalo that. and the people that lived off of them. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. very smart. Well, you try. You know, um, uh, have you seen the Snowden movie yet? I have not seen. I the haven't Snowden. seen it yet either. I'm, 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 you know, I mean, I, I, I think I know all of it, but I want to go see it anyway because it's always more shocking and visual. But uh, but it's a movie. But it's a but it's a movie. But it's hey, uh, Oliver Stone, a government agent or not, we don't know. But hey, you know, we know it's at least going to be up in that level. What do you feel about the WikiLeaks situation right now? I feel great about it. Why? Okay, so you feel you feel look, you know, I, there's the Otto von Bismarck, uh, the Iron Chancellor, had a saying: "War and sausages. People who like them shouldn't see how they're made." I added comedy. Uh, I have a dispute with another comic because they came yeah, up with the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because they put it in right. a book doesn't mean you came up with the first. Right, but, right, right, uh, right, right, right. No, I, no, no, no. I mean, if, if, if it was just about war and policy and actual uh, for our benefit type of strategy, yeah, then I would go, yeah. But we, there's been nothing. However, almost everything coming out of it is just confirming every suspicion about the corruption of that particular group 
of I, whatever I wanna, that you which, just go. Which email shows corruption? I don't know. The one that says hammers. The one that says uh, you know a destruction of the equipment. The one that no, says that's not an handing over the computers over to the FBI before I, the I'm, deal to destroy I'm the computers. I'm asking you. Uh, that's the one. That, I, those I'm jump out at me. You that jumps of, out at me. Of the. Uh, uh, of the emails that are being released by Julia Assange uh-huh. as he sits in the Ecuadorian embassy sure. in London. Right. Okay, because he Trolling talked. trolling listeners, too. I know. Yeah, I know. Because, I know. because by the way, uh, he's up for rape charges in Sweden. So of course he is. Okay. They, if you got stuff on the government, you're always up for a rape charge. That's how it works. And it's always in Sweden. It's always in Sweden. <laughs> and always in Sweden. Okay. <laughs> that he is in... It's collu- because they wear those anti-Muslim uh, don't rape uh, me yeah. bracelets. That he's in, conclu- he's in uh, collusion with the Russian government. Do you, do you believe that he's in collusion with the no, Russians? No, not at you don't, all. You don't think the Russians... No. You don't think the Russians are... Using, I'm not saying it's not, but there's no proof that there is. The Russians have been involved in espionage against us, as we against them, since <laughs> there has been, since the beginning of the Soviet well, Union. Well, there's been such a mix of duplicitous relationships with Putin involving uh, these people that are running that nobody's innocent of their relationship with Putin. So nobody's nobody can innocent. say nobody's can say that the other guy's bad for dealing with Putin because you dealt with Putin and you've dealt with Putin. I've n- I never did. Oh, like, for the I'm record, like, I'm going, you said it in my direction. I've never dealt with Putin. No, I'm going this Me way. Personally. I'm going around you. My wife this way <laughs> and this way. Not to you, see? I'm this way and this way. Not at I you. I would go on the record right now to say that I have never had any relationships with Vladimir Putin. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. I'm going to have to go to Quora I've and seen, check that I've out. I've seen nothing... Tony and Vladimir. I've never seen, I haven't seen anything in these document dumps that I don't find heinous. And I'll tell you why, because I am a grown-up. When when she talks about a public persona and a private persona, yes. there's not, Franklin Roosevelt. That's, that almost fits right into this thing, this, this hold on, whole. Hold on. Um, Franklin Roosevelt NBA had a public thing. and private persona. Okay, Abraham Lincoln had a private and public persona. Shouldn't we put an end to that? Don't you think we should stop that now? This whole public and private persona thing. Should we put a stop to that? Well, uh, only this. Okay, you don't have children yet. Okay, that you know of. But but do we then tell our children there is no Santa Claus? Yeah, but then again, so you're making this a parent-child relationship. No, I mean it's not an adult-to-adult relationship. Can I feel freely to sit in the room off the air and say, "Here's what we're going to talk about. How are we going to talk about it?" Test the bounds of what we're going to talk about, and then talk about it. Should that conversation that I choose? Yep. But how this adds up is to: I am against the uh, TPP. No, I'm not. I am against the TPP. Don't worry, guys. I'm still for it. I am against the TPP. That's what this amounts to. Well, you know, part of don't you you think anybody agree with me on that? Part of it. Part of it is a certain. I think part of it is a certain amount of the adolescence of the electorate. Electorate, not all. The adolescence of the electorate. Correct. That something something that has that's that's a nice thing. You know, some politician is going to borrow that because that's a that's a good way of putting it. Oh God, someone's going to use that. Uh That's a good one. Because to sit down to a basket of deplorables. To sit anyways. To sit down and have to discuss the intricacies of a program like TPP. Most people will be lost on. Here's what most people hear. No, that's what we want to hear. We want to start hearing the intricacies because they speak so far without them that they just gloss right over and people just shrug their shoulders. They don't even want to just... But when other guys come around, like Ron Paul used to talk about the details of it and what, why it would be bad and they write down to the specifics of the stuff, people don't listen to why actual would it be so people bad? who have knowledge of what's going on and how it actually is going to affect you. I want to know how my car works. I don't want to just tell them your car's fixed. You know, I'm, could you explain a little bit to what you do? I mean, I want to know sort can, of how it works. Can you works. work on your own car? No, but I, but I can't. I certainly can't without any knowledge. 
What I can't it, learn without it, knowledge. What is it that you find you know? so problematic with uh, the uh, trans-Pacific partnership? Because it's all t- it's all it's all benefits the other countries. It all it, the global market it doesn't benefit us. We get drained. We get drained. I mean, I mean, right back to NAFTA. It's the same thing as NAFTA. It's NAFTA on steroids. They call it. I mean, it's 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 crazy. We're it's, in this room because of NAFTA. Well, no, I, well, yeah, we're in this room because of NAFTA. But there's no there's the, the NAFTA removed the, the the big industry. You know, it made uh, removed all of the. Here's here. You know what you're saying. All of the blue collar jobs. There's, there's, you, know? you know, I grew up in in the Midwest in the so 70s. Did me. So did I. Yeah, and I began to notice even back then in the 70s. So yeah. in, in the 70s, I went, wow, this is changing. There's probably nothing but, for me here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're right. The uh, my old man worked in a carburetor factory. His job was to put a carburetor, a piece of a carburetor, on top of another piece of carburetor. And and uh, yeah. the way they survived those jobs of going insane was because as part of a labor union, they felt like they could participate in the decision making process mm-hmm. of the company. Mm-hmm. Once that was gone, you're just a robot. Mm-hmm. And then until they they came up with robots, until they got rid of carburetors, mm-hmm. those jobs went away. Mm-hmm. I used to work at St. Louis Shipyard, mm-hmm. okay, which was an outdoor factory. That job went away. Okay, I used to work at a lot of movie theaters in Los Angeles in uh, in St. Louis as a projectionist. Those jobs went away. Okay, uh, uh, then that union kind of went away because as it went from one guy having to make sure that these machines didn't catch on fire while you were watching Charlie Chaplin to a guy being able to run twelve of them with a push of a button. Those jobs, things. I wasn't watching Chaplin. Things are going. <laughs> have you, you should watch Chaplin. I should not. Yeah, comic. Yeah. I know. I know. Those things. Thank are, God so for YouTube. things change. Okay. Now I knew those big jobs were going yeah. away, but there are other jobs that take their place. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing that's there's no replacement. There's no there's no it's just gone. It's we're just depleted. We don't have a, a, something that's come and taken and added back up. Like these alternative energy, all these 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 alternative uh, things could be boom into into great big new markets for us. But it's so suppressed by the government who are still on, based off of big oil and all that kind of stuff. That's meant to suppress but that this is, kind of isn't stuff. That what, isn't I'm that just what, saying that's not for our good. This is for their good, but not for our good. And that's where we have these problems all these trade deals are for their good it's never for our good it, you don't have the freedom to go out and start certain types of businesses because of governmental regulations you don't have the freedom i haven't to, ran up against that i'm well, like i was just saying you could because i will not, not Look, technically no but the point being uh, at a very silly level nafta has worked well in my favor at favor and more in open free trade yeah. has worked in my favor because shirley and i were looking at a 55 inch tv the other night for four hundred dollars. Sure, we're looking at one of those too. Yeah, and and by the way, but it, that's also a sign of something's wrong. Generally speaking, because I essentially am broke. I shouldn't have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't I'm, know if that. I don't know if that's wrong. No. Well, I'm just saying because that's part of that. Because that, because of a robust capitalistic credit market. Well, I guess it just probably shows you the true value of what you're looking at. Yeah, I kind of screwed up the other night though. Okay, um, I, I was looking at a trip to New York for uh, Shirley and I, which I still don't have planned or, or bought or anything. But uh, I was looking at Southwest flights. The thing popped up going, apply for this credit card and get 200 bucks off. And I went, okay, and I applied for it. And you then did? It, I applied for the credit card. You did? Uh-huh, and I did. You just go for that kind of stuff? Uh, no, I seldom do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I seldom do. I have, I have, uh, I have uh, three small credit cards. One Shirley has for emergency. 200 bucks, and that's all it takes to buy you off? Well, I thought if I could save two hundred bucks on the trip, those are those would be Hamilton. How did, how did it work out? Hamil- you know what? It turns out it was with Chase, and I had an issue with Chase during, uh-huh. during the recession, uh-huh. which I resolved with Chase. Okay. Okay. Do you like Chase? Because um, my parents just switched to Chase. They they left Bank of America after many many years. Got the runaround. Took them almost a year to uproot and leave. You know, These you, people were freaking out. You know, you know a weird thing to my favorite bank I've been with. 
And I've been with as well as far. Me too, forever yeah. since the '90s, since I lived in L.A. Yeah. No, I started out, I and I thought about leaving them because obviously they're one of the they're one of the they're one of the Federal Reserve crook banks. But I know this, but I have nothing in it other than a checking account. So for me to leave, they would yeah. just laugh at no, me. No, I've got a lot of stuff at Wells Fargo, and I actually went down and met with Wells, well, with a representative uh-huh. recently. As all this I do want to go into my bank, and I want to ask the bank tellers. Uh, I, I, and even though I have nothing, I'm thinking of leaving uh, because of the upper management corruption and what they tried to make you guys do and how to steal from customers, open up these bank accounts do you feel like you want to leave this i just want to go interview these people i just want to put it in their face do you yeah. think you should leave and they'll probably go i don't even know what you're talking about yeah, no, they'll, 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 they'll act like they don't know what you're talking about i think it'd be hilarious i want to go in i want to go into the uh camera and want to do stuff like that tony yeah. you want to go do some live stuff like sure, that sure. let's go just go break balls for these people who are involved with massive corruption you're against corruption i'm against corruption so why don't we go do that tony what do you think we could be viral on youtube <laughs> what do you think man let's go into the banks I, i'm against your corruption <laughs> I'm, that's not corrupt, though. Listen, Mike Rocchio, the great... Uh, that's not corrupt. That's right? just that's just man on the street Here's, reporting. That's the, all that is. Mike Rocchio, the great columnist for the Chicago Sun-Times, pointed out that people aren't against corruption. They're against the corruption they don't get the access. I've never met right. anybody... I'm I, just, but me, I'm different. I'm against corruption. That's why I hold all sides if responsible. Mike, if Mikey, I don't take a side. If Mikey right now, out. and I choose Mikey... Because if you know... Because if there's anyone who could not do this at this point, it would be Mikey, said to you, I got a stock tip. Mm-hmm. And if you buy this now, right. it's going to go up 10 times by next sure. Friday. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't go, Michael, mm-hmm. that's highly unethical. Mm-hmm. I would because I don't believe in the stock market anyway. You would go out and buy the and stock. I, and I, I believe it's all manipulated if, and if fake I, anyway. If I told you $100 now becomes $10,000 mm-hmm. in a month, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Uh, for $100, I might gamble on that. But for any more, I wouldn't because most people lose when they're told that. It doesn't happen usually when they're told that. That's yeah. what I find. I'm not saying me. Yeah. Maybe a guy You've like me. You've never lost on the stock market. Ever. I've never lost never on the lost stock market. Stock. Right, right. I've never right. lost on the stock market. I'm not seeing me, but maybe a guy like me, uh-huh. a fictionalized version uh-huh. of me. There was uh-huh. a time when I would get these fo- that person uh-huh. like me. We have phone calls going, and no one would say their name. Uh-huh. And they, and I'm not saying that that person recognized the voice on the mm-hmm. other line. Go, if I was a guy who had an extra thousand dollars right now, I would put it all on. XYZ company, and then I would sell it all by next sure. Friday and hang up. Right, right. Well, I mean, like a friend of mine who's been in that business said, it's all, I mean, it's all run on insider info anyway, and that's the biggest problem in the, in the whole in the whole uh, stock industry is, is yeah, that. Yeah, it's the greatest wealth creator in the history of mankind. Right, if you have the info, you're always staying Even steps ahead the of info, the game, and it's gamed. A dumbass. It's game for certain people. A dumbass who puts it into a mutual fund at 20 Okay, and puts in $100 a month mm-hmm. from the time they're 20 to they're 60, mm-hmm. is going to be massively, is going to be wealthy mm-hmm. by the time they're 60. Now, most people won't, including No, me. I know. I've had times in my life where I went, sell it all. We need mm-hmm. the dough. Mm-hmm. Sell it all. And I've dumped everything. You know, I go, it's, it's up high right now. Let's dump it all. Uh, after my first divorce, a lot of, a lot of people, I, I had all this stock in uh, uh, internet stuff at the mm-hmm. time. And I go, none of these people make anything. They're not making any money. And I need the money. And I sold it sure. all, the hell, and I, I lived off that money for like six months, but and then that market collapsed. But it's the greatest wealth creator in the history of mankind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, it is. And you don't think there's look? You know what someone told me until about? they started, until they started their fractional reserve offshore uh, derivative banking. That's now the greatest growth of money in the history of sure. man. You know what? You know what? Uh, and, and, but it, it, every, I know what you're saying. Every once in a while, someone has to be handed a ruler, and they have to be able to say, "Let's see the knuckles." You know, Elizabeth Warren is the one that, you know, she has the ruler, and she's a wonderful person. She is a wonderful See, now, I will say, uh, for anybody who's on the Democratic side, the Democrats 
and this is going to sound crazy, maybe, but it's it's their fault that Donald Trump is still in this thing. They could have taken Bernie. They could have taken Elizabeth Warren and shoved them on the and the only people. There's only one person on the Democratic side that people don't want to see, and that's the person they're shoving at us. If they could have taken anybody else, they would win this thing in a landslide. They would be over. It would be just over and everybody'd be okay with it but no they kept sticking with this and wouldn't do and then and then they they cut out bernie's legs out from under him so he couldn't take if they had left him in there they would that'd be over there would be no donald trump, trump. would have massacred bernie sanders massacred him donald trump would have massacred how's bernie that sanders. because because donald trump is able to look you right in the eye and lie to you in a way that no one else in the history of American politics, politics but, is able to. But and people, Bernie Sanders... But no, no, he's not winning. But the people that think he's lying aren't going for it. The, the people who are vehemently hate the guy aren't going for that. That's no matter what he says, they're not going to change their mind. And if it's already there on the hate level, that's not going to get less, right? There's still the same many people that hate his guts, right? You know... And then you'd add all the Bernie fans to the people that are not voting for Hillary because they were so, no, we're just voting for Bernie. Those people but Hillary's would have win, been. Hillary's going to win in a landslide. Well, okay. All right. I'd like to see that. Landslide. I would like to see that. I mean, by, but uh, I'm just saying it, it wouldn't be an issue if we didn't. See, we have the two, and we've heard this, we have the two most disliked people ever running for the president. Why don't we put one guy that, that we sort of like, and then it, it would be over, right? They, it would be over if we had one guy we sort of liked. Bob, they it would always be great. say that. You know, he, I mean, they don't always say that. It's Obama ob was not the least liked guy in the history of politics. He was really disliked. No, by not by the people. people who liked him. Yeah, that's not true. By the people. See, she See, has people who dislike her on her side. That's the difference. The other side is always going to hate yeah, you. I don't it's dislike the, her. You only go by the people on your own side. When people you know? ask me if I like her or don't like her, I go, I don't know her. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's the whole point. So how do, by that, how do people decide they love her if they don't know her? It's the same thing. How do you decide you hate her if you don't know? How do you decide you love her if you don't know her? You should have a neutrality to that because you don't know her. And that's the whole thing. But we have this love-hate thing. We're putting in all this emotional love-hate thing. See, I think it's just like, I think at this point in America, we, so, need, we need stability. We, look, right. we, we've had this, re this recovery has been wonderful because it's been a slow recovery. It's steady as it goes. It's not bubbles it's not peaks and valleys and we need to continue this long slow steady recovery and the creation and uh, and the uh, creation of new technologies and uh, new industries to move forward that's right in, in what we will, should have done this years ago this, far these were the promises of the last few elections where we're going to do these things yeah. and we ain't done them so it, i mean that's it, why people want the change it's hard to do when you know, when the entire get that when when both houses of congress go we're not even going to consider your nominations for supreme court it's impossible to do stuff hillary 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 has what I think is important to have in a president. Mm -hmm. Okay, she's she's got nerves of steel. Okay, and she one of the WikiLeaks had to do with the offing of Scalia, by the way. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it didn't. Anyway, go ahead. What? What is? Are we almost? Are we time to run? Are we? Are we running over again? Are we just running this off is, at the mouth? Yeah. Are yeah. we just? Are we overly verbose? Surely, are we? Should we shut up? Oh my God! No way! Are you serious? And we're hungry. Are you serious? Okay. Well, all right. Well, then let's let's let's, let's make it a part two next time. We'll just do. A, we'll, we'll, we'll pick make it, it up part next two. time. We we'll still have several. Two. We still have several weeks before the election. That's right. Well, I mean, maybe we should just dedicate each one of these up to the election, and then uh, we'll just uh, we'll have fun with it. What do you say? How about how do we do this? How about if we uh, next week we decide that we will recap what is going on in in the in the week? Okay. From t from this Friday to next Friday, all right. 
We're going to reca- recap it all and see where we're at. All right, we will recap okay. next week from things that have happened between now and next week, and you guys will be all caught up. No, no, here's where we're at. Here's where we are in the music and rocket right now. Right now, as far as as far as the evolution of shows, we're in ding, ding, ding. I still want my Hawaii Five O. Maybe I'll bring that next time. We're showing round around. But anyways, that's cool. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Hey, goodbye. Thank you. You've been listening to Bob uh, Bob Kubota's My Fifteen Minutes on Comedy Schools radio.com you'll be able to hear us again in just a few hours when we broadcast live from the tempe center of the arts class clowns the granddaddy of all comedy showcases thank you very much goodbye bye i speak tonight for the dignity of man and the destiny of the man.